Welcome back, everybody. It's time again for another episode of Talk of the Titans. It's me, Bobby, your host, and this is the official podcast of Talk of the, of the Scottsdale Titans. I'm sorry. My goodness, it's a little early in the morning today. We kicked it early this morning, so we're just kind of like getting in the groove, but I'm feeling it. So um, we have an awesome guest with us today. He's another one of our players, and we're super intrigued to get to know him and how he became part of the Titans. We have Mr. James Tanikas. How are you doing today? Great. How's it going? Very good, very good, man. Just another morning in paradise, man. The temperatures are getting a little warm again, but I'm seeing those 60s in the future, so it's looking pretty good. Yeah, we're all right. Anything beats 120. Yeah, you're right. There you go. We broke records. I mean, we just keep breaking records all year. I think um, Thursday we're supposed to break record again, 95 high. I think the record's 93, and we're projected to be at 95 again. So it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's a good year to be here. You know, 2020, you got to break the record for heat in Arizona. You know, I guess that just goes hand in hand. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> for a lot of records for sure oh yeah all right james so let's go let's get right into it um where did the basketball start man when did you start playing basketball when you were a kid yeah so pretty much as soon as i could walk i started playing basketball um had a pretty traditional upbringing playing like football baseball and basketball but basketball always kind of stuck out for me um i think it was probably like watching the finals and march madness and um just really entertaining game and i'm also six five so that helped play it and uh <laughs> Loved it my whole life. Say that again. You're six five. Yes. Six Holy five. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure six five makes it a lot easier to shoot a layup. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when you started playing, what was your favorite sport of the three? I'm assuming basketball. Oh yeah. Oh, all the way. Um. So you asked me earlier about my uh my last name being Lithuanian. Uh, Lithuania is a huge sport for for basketball. That's like their biggest sport there. Um. I'm kind of like on par with the, the size of the people there. They're, they're a bigger um, country, you know, people size-wise. So um, they do really well in uh, the, like, Olympics and FIBA. So yeah, yeah, I watch a lot of FIBA. I, um, I'm from Puerto Rico. Well, I was born in California, raised in Puerto Rico, but we're all about the international because Puerto Rico competes as its own country. So we're always there, you know. Uh, everybody's like, Puerto Rico gets USA. That's the biggest game of the year. They always want to beat USA. And it's like, I'm like, what? We're the same people. But, you know. Oh, oh, they got some good leagues. Oh, yeah, man. The, the BSN, the Bonseto Superior Nacional, dude. They, we got a lot of people, NBA players, international players. It's kind of oh. like a little hub for them to get some uh, exposure and then move around. It's pretty cool. I was yeah. uh, I actually held season tickets for my home team uh, the, last year, the last year that I was there in Puerto Rico. That was so much fun. Even though it's not – super like big man even sit on that front line these people are aggressive and they're like they're going for it man oh yeah there's some high level players in that league and fans really care too so have you been down there before um i had a buddy who you know i've got a lot of friends who bounce around overseas or did before covid and um, that was one of their one of their stops so i actually committed out of high school to play uh at the university of the virgin islands to oh. two school and they play a lot of um some of the caribbean teams and um some of the latin uh league teams so um i kind of was familiar with it for a while but yeah that's interesting so where, where did you uh where did you grow up and where did you go to high school so i grew up in springfield illinois um uh i was born in florida kind of moved around a little bit but i, I spent high school in springfield so i kind of call that like my hub and um, that's where i played like aau and high school basketball so that's kind of where i yeah call home nice <laughs> oh, nice do a lot of traveling like around uh, the country and stuff yeah definitely um 
you know, pre pre COVID, I think I traveled a lot more. <laughs> Obviously, you know, it's been a it's been a weird year for uh, for getting around. But um, yeah, basketball has taken me a lot of places, and just seeing where um, like all my friends from summer ball ended up playing college, and then some now overseas. Um, uh, got got friends in China, Australia, um, Canada, pretty, and then Europe. I mean. It's scattered, but pretty much you name it. I know somebody's played in whatever European league they got, whatever country. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's actually pretty exciting. I mean, like just to like know that like you have people playing all these places and you can go maybe check it out one day and just to know that you know about it. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't know about these all these little leagues and all that kind of stuff, which is yeah. cool to know about because like there's some talent in these leagues and the passion that you find in these leagues is kinda bar none. Yeah, yeah. Basketball really is a worldwide sport. Yeah, for sure, man. They're, I mean, I saw, I've seen it firsthand Puerto Rico. Like, well, baseball and basketball are just like hand in hand. They go for it. But um, so how, where'd you go to college then? So I, I bounced around colleges, but I played at Scottsdale Community. So okay. that's kind of how I got to know like the Arizona basketball community. And um, that's, that's kind of how I got on the Titans too. I, um, I knew some players that, that were uh, talking about it and um I came across the coach and uh, got to talking to her. And, um, yeah, sooner or later I was on the team. And when I got to the first day of practice, I was looking around and I was like, hey, I already know some guys here. So, like, this is cool. It's going to be all right. What position do you play? So, I'm traditionally, like, a three, probably. Like, a small okay. forward. Um, and in high school and college, I had to kind of, like, play a lot of different positions. But I'd say with the Titans, I'm, I'm, my role is probably, like, more of a four four or five even, um, I'm, I'm probably going to be guarding like a bigger guy every game this year, um, which I'm okay with. I, I like the post and, you know, whatever we need, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to play whatever role the, the Titans need this year. So um, it seems like it's going to be a lot of rebounding and um, uh, the high energy stuff, getting up and down the court, uh, you know, keeping guys – keeping everybody enthusiastic, including myself, you know what I mean? So You seem like a pretty – pet personality kind of positive there keeping that straight up um i was gonna ask you is your style more of like that uh finesse lithuanian or is it more of the american rough and tough or is it a hybrid of both of them um i'd say definitely a hybrid of both <laughs> hybrid of both you gotta nope. get there and you like to post up you like to play in the post yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah i don't stray away from it at all you kind of learn um tricks guarding bigger players um because, you know, like Chicago AU is tough. And pretty much every game I would have to guard someone 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, <laughs> Chicago's got to be like a huge hub also. <laughs> oh, it's it's insane, the town from there. And um, I, I work with a guy who's seven feet tall. He, we, we play basketball together too. We played on the uh, WNBA practice team together uh, for the for the Mercury. But uh, th this guy's teaching me post moves all the time too. Oh, so. It must be such an asset. I'm like, how 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 must it feel to be walking around and you're the short guy at six five? It's like <laughs> I'm not even gonna go walk around with you guys anywhere. <laughs> um, so um, oh man, um, uh, moving forward, that's what I was gonna ask. When you saw you talked about it, uh, you know, again finding little tricks and all that. How important is it to you that when you're exploring these different positions and have to be versatile that you don't get frustrated when you mess up and you take it more of like, ah, okay, I got it, but maybe next time I'll do this, do that, and take it more of like a challenge instead of a frustration. Um, just, I think just staying positive and um, just not, 
rocking back and forth too fast, keeping an easy pace with your thoughts and with the, the pace of the game too. Anytime in any sport or in life when you get too chaotic and start overthinking, I think that's kind of where people start to, you know, lose focus on what the actual goal is. So, because yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know because I've done a lot of coaching and uh, I've had players that want to play this position, but they're so great at this position, but they don't want to play that position. But I'm like, you're so good at it, but I want to play that. I'm like, okay, well, you need to kind of have, meet me halfway. But and then, but the minute that I don't put them in that position, they don't play anymore. It's like if I put them in that position that they're really great at, they're not going to play as well anymore because that's not where they want to be. So yeah. it's like how important is it you think that people kind of accept their role, especially going into this uh, expansion franchise that's brand new, that everybody kind of like find a way to get together quick, see if you guys can get some early success. I think people are starting to definitely learn their, their, their roles and what their contributions are going to be to the team. I definitely think getting older, um, you know, guys being in their uh, early and mid-20s rather than, you know, high school players or um, stuff like that, they're definitely more comfortable with accepting a team role because we, we, we kind of have, like, track records to prove what people have done, what people can do. Yeah. Um, and – more specifically to my situation, it's like, I mean, we got enough guys who can shoot threes. We, we got guards. Oh, that's exciting. I didn't know that. That's, we're going to get into that in a minute. But um, I have spoken to a couple of the veterans on the team already, and I think um, if everybody kind of just does their thing and kind of balls out, we have some a lot, a lot of experience and some good guys on this team that can lead us and keep our heads straight. You know, because I know people are going to get frustrated. It's gonna be, there's always going to be that bump, especially on a brand new year, brand new team. We don't know anybody. But I think the veterans that I've spoken to already will be kind of like ready to step up and like, hey, you know what? Not time to break up. It's time to break in. Oh, yeah. Big time. For yeah, sure. we got a lot of mature guys on the team for sure. How's the experience been for you so far? It's been awesome. The coaches are great. Management is great. Um, the players were really welcoming. I already, Like I said, I already knew a couple of them. So it was a pretty easy transition for me but I mean we get after it at practice and um we're really starting to get to know each other well so I it's I mean it's gonna be a great season I'm really looking forward to it we're gonna see some of that Golden State chemistry <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're uh <laughs> am I stretching too far already <laughs> we're that in yet but um hey you gotta speak it into existence you know right yeah, yeah. gotta set goals right Right, there you go. Hey, you know what? You don't make that one, then you go for the next best one. When that one's no, no longer available, then we just keep going down the road. But I'm going to go as high as possible. <laughs> I don't know if we went to the scrimmage this weekend, but if Nick keeps shooting like he's been shooting, then maybe we will have some of that Golden State. I think he was like four for four for threes first game. So. Oh, wow. So go, go ahead. Let's uh, get, Give me a little more info about Sunday. I was about to pop into that anyway. I wasn't able to make it. I really wanted to get there. I wanted to get some no. live interviews with you guys, but um, I heard it went really well and there was a lot of action. Yeah, the the playing structure was was cool. Um, we had to play individual quarters that were individually scored. So every quarter would start from zero to zero, and we'd have like a new team in there. Um, I think we probably split the games. I think probably two and two, something like that. Um, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I remember one of the last plays we made what we thought was a game winner. But because of the ABA rules, if you steal the ball in the backcourt and get a bucket, we were already up one. So we made this, like, last-second shot, and we're all, like, jumping up and down, going crazy, thinking that we just won the game. We were like, we won anyway. <laughs> Explain that to me. I don't know that rule. <laughs> so in the ABA, 
the score can get up to 200 points. And oh. that's because if you steal the ball in the back court and, and lay it up, it's three points. Okay. So if you steal the ball in the back court, hit a three, it's four. So essentially, you can have a five point play in the, in the ABA. So if, oh, if we're, wow. we're pressing, you're bringing the ball up. I steal it, go back, hit a three, that's four, get foul, that's five. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. Rule. I mean, yeah, that's entertaining. It, it, bring, it brings a little more shebang to it. That's cool. Yeah. He, um, it, it definitely incentivizes defense. I like that. I'm a, I'm a big defensive coach, so I'm all about incentivizing defense. They were saying, like, every team was going to be full court press. Because I, I didn't know about the rule either. Because, like, where else in the world do they have that rule, right? Nowhere. <laughs> my, my first two months of practice would be just everybody go down to the field and start running. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, because they're saying, um, they're like, be ready for full court presses every game. I'm like, why would, like, practically speaking, why would the, another team full court press every game? It's like, oh, you get an extra point, so. Man, that could be like monumental. Like you do it like three or four times, that's six points out of nowhere. That's almost three possessions, basically. Yeah. If you look at it at two points, like wow. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's a cool, it's a cool rule. Yeah. The ABA's got a lot of fun elements going on. So that's cool. So um, so when you're not playing basketball, what are you doing? Um, I'm a realtor out here. Okay. Oh, oh you knew where to find it. <laughs> Now's the time, man. Now is the time. Yeah, so I'm I'm just an assistant for like a high producing agent out here. I have my license as well, but um, I mean he does a lot of business. So mainly I'm just like helping him um, at at showings and um, getting whatever he needs, and then he does flips and has his whole other side of his business. So I mean I'm just I'm 24, so I'm kind of like you know learning the ropes and um, yeah. I, I mean it's a great mix. So um, real estate I can definitely just work during the days and then I got all night and you know wake up in the morning focus on basketball it it feels a lot like I'm back in school which is awesome that's really cool I was uh I was actually dabbling getting my real estate license at 20 but it was probably 24 25 also I was working in Puerto Rico for a for a property management company they did uh they uh, uh what do you call this uh They, 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 would, they would buy old houses, they would fix them up and then sell them over. And we were buying like these $100,000 properties, flipping them for like $750 after they were done. Oh like these huge, huge beachfront properties, dude. I remember one night I was, uh, I was the assistant property manager and we had uh, uh, one of those villas that was due for the day after Christmas. And we were still working on it on Christmas Eve. And I stayed the whole night all the way until Christmas the next day. And I, and I was leaving around like nine in the morning, the boss gets, he's like, What are you still doing here? I was like, dude, I'm going home. <laughs> Don't even bug me. Like, your house is done. Go rent it out. Let's go do this. But it's a lot of fun, man. When you're dealing with real estate and a lot, like, especially big price items and, like, stuff like that, which I'm sure in Scottsdale there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff going for that big money in there. Um, it's just really exciting to see how the market works. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Puerto Rico. So cool. Beachfront property doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it was uh, so. What happened to the? There was this little strip with three, uh, like each one of them was like six or seven bedroom villas, and they were just right on the beach. And I guess a hurricane just knocked them all out. And this beach, this uh, property company came through. They bought them. We we renovated all three of them, and man, I think all all three of them flipped for like over seven. Yeah, you have to crazy. do like uh, the weatherproofing with that, right, on all the windows. Everything, man. No, because we put the, the we put it's uh, the bulletproof glass kind of windows and then yep. you know, all that, so we don't have to worry about all the. And they put the electronic shutters, so you don't have to worry about the hurricanes and all that. Yeah, 
tree comes flying out of nowhere. That's what we do. <laughs> flying cows. <laughs> yeah, that's the good thing about Arizona. It's it's a good thing and bad thing, but we do not have to hurricane proof stuff here. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> pretty cool. But it just gets super hot. You just gotta make sure AC is working all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So besides real estate work and basketball, what other hobbies you got? Oh gosh, um, I've been watching a lot of movies just because everybody was forced to be inside. <laughs> okay, I, I I can build off of that. What's your favorite? What's your favorite TV series? Favorite TV series? Oh boy, Seinfeld. Easily. Okay, cool. I like that. I've been asking people lately. A lot of people have been going old school. I like that. I like that. Really? What are some of the answers, Ben? Uh, somebody says Seinfeld. Uh, somebody Who said Seinfeld? Said, um, man, I think it was either Gerard or, or Tori. And, uh, no way. we got to get them on here and the, the Seinfeld episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody else said something else pretty old, but um, I'm a huge George Lopez fan. I like uh, The Nanny. I watch The Nanny every night. It's on for three hours. I watch it every night. <laughs> so I like watching all that old stuff. Um, George Lopez is so good. That show's amazing. Yeah, I haven't. I can't find it anywhere, man. It's like you go on Prime and all these places, and they only sell it by like the individuals. You can't find like a box set anywhere. It's kind of tough. I'm tired but, of like looking for a show or movie, and then it's on some like random platform. I swear, like there's like 18 wannabe Hulu's now. Oh, but they are. Like, <laughs> yeah, so many. There's so many, like, oh, well, 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 everybody's jumping on board. Pretty soon we're going to get rid of TV. Nobody's going to want cable. It's oh. just going to be all live stream. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. So what's the, be what's the best movie you've seen lately? Oh, best movie I've seen lately. Oh, gosh. Isn't that a, isn't that a tough question? Hmm. Come back to me on that one. Come back to me on that one. Where's your favorite place to eat? Um... Favorite place to eat is probably, I know this sounds bad, but the deli at AJ's. Okay. People got their stuff. Hey, I like, I go to Fry's next door and I get their uh, potato wedges, man. Their potato wedges are nothing to like. I know, I know <laughs> the potato wedges and fries. Those are bomb. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. What about football? You into football? Who's your football team? The Bears? Um, yeah, yeah. I like the Bears. I like Notre Dame, probably. Um, okay. Notre Dame football is um, probably bigger than uh, NFL to me, but there's not really been much of a college season. They got a Trevor Lawrence list Clemson this week, don't they? Well, they don't. Trevor Lawrence can't play. He's got COVID. That's what I'm saying Trevor Lawrence list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, they get the dub. What do you think? Probably. <laughs> Knocking Clemson out of the championship. <laughs> No, they'll probably make it back in. They'll probably sneak their way back in, even if they do lose somehow. Yeah, I was going to say, are they going to count some of their wins from, from last year? Or? Yeah, they'll find some way to justify letting them in. <laughs> yeah, got to get Clemson in there somehow. Yeah. So, um, Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky? Lamar Jackson. There you go. <laughs> Neither of them. <laughs> I'm sure that's all a lot of Chicago fans <laughs> Probably honestly, I I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't huge on the the Trubisky draft, but I don't know. I get it. Everybody in Chicago is like Polish or Italian, so. See, I, know. I just I don't I don't think he's consistent enough. I don't think his accuracy is that good. I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's just a tough position, quarterback in the NFL. I don't know what's up with these GMs in Chicago, man. When's the last time they had a good quarterback? 
And Jay Cutler doesn't count because <laughs> the last <laughs> the last six years they is they gotta get someone who can run because I mean half the games in Chicago you're gonna be in sleet, rain, snow. See now that is an analysis coming from somebody look, thinking in the future. I'm sure nobody even thought about that. It's like, hello, I'm playing in the snow. <laughs> we gotta be moving around. Alrighty, you into any video games or anything like that? Honestly, I don't think I'm smart enough for video games. Video <laughs> games have gotten so complicated. There's so many gauges and yeah. I, I just I try to find the simplest ones, the ones where you just get the gun, shoot, and then you're done. <laughs> I think the apex of video gaming was probably the N64, where you just had Mario Kart. Maybe James Bond was like the most difficult it got. Turok. Smash Brothers. Yep, Smash Brothers, classic. Uh, there's a lot of good games for Nintendo 64. That was, yeah. a, good was a good time. So <laughs> I just had a video games in like 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was out for a little bit too. But anyway, you have any, uh, any more, anything you'd like to say to the Titan Nation? Anything you'd like to say to your team, to management? Sure. Yeah. Just, I'm really looking forward to this year. Um, I couldn't, couldn't be happier to be with the team. Um, and I really look forward to traveling and playing games and getting W's and getting better. So yeah, Titans all the way. All right. Yeah. I'm pumped, man. I'm, I'm hoping I can be there next, uh, the next, um, next scrimmage so I can get on the court and get some live interviews with guys. I'd like to get some live takes and see how everybody's brain is working in game. I like to pick people's brains apart and see what they're thinking. <laughs> sure. But it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited, man. And uh, much luck and best wishes. And I wish you guys all the best and hope you guys just go out and rock it this year. Thanks so much, Bobby. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. All righty, guys. Thank you very much. That was James Stanikas. He's going to be a big part of our team. We're hoping that it just comes and rolls in quick, guys. So stay tuned. Like I said, I'm dying to get onto the court and go see all the scrimmages and get some of these, pick some of these guys' mind live in the game so you guys can see how our players are thinking, all right? Uh, stay tuned. We got a lot more for you on our next, our, our next episode. Um, much love and pay for it, guys.